Welcome to the Student of the Game Fire Podcast with your host, Danny B. Today's guest is Matt Valdez, 17 years of both volunteer and career experience, creator and owner of MV Fire Rescue LLC out of Texas, backstep firefighter on engine 18 for San Antonio Fire Department, a huge passion and love for anything auto extrication and forcible entry, and above all, one of the most humble human beings you can have the pleasure of interacting with. Ladies and gentlemen, I present Mr. Matt Valdez. What's up, Danny? How you doing, brother? Good, sir. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I appreciate you uh, giving me a couple minutes of uh, some time to get my my thoughts and <laughs> and and stuff in order here at the house. Had a rough little shift yesterday. It wasn't too bad, to be quite honest. But uh, um, you know, three to four calls after midnight. You know, yeah. Try to get home. You know, you still got to attend to the the house, and you know, we just got to. A little puppy too, six month old rescue. Um, so we had to deal with that and you know, making sure he's good and then uh, off to the vet and stuff. So but I appreciate it, appreciate the time, appreciate the uh you allowing me to come on here and having me. Um yeah. No, like I said, man, I I appreciate it. I know what it's like uh running three or four after midnight and then having to come home and have to do adult things and adult chores. So I totally get it. And I appreciate you taking the time to do this. No, I appreciate it, man. Truly, truly blessed though. Uh, blessed to have, um, you know, guys like yourself, um, other guys on the cadre, just, um, you know, you know, my, my, my thing is, uh, you know, the last thing I want to do, or if anything was going to be rescheduled, um, I take pride in always just showing up, um, you know, in whether I'm sick or tired or whatnot, be there, be there for the brothers, be there for the students, be there for, um, you know, for everyone. So I, I appreciate it. No, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so let the, uh, let the listeners know a little bit about yourself, your, your, you know, um, and how you got into the fire service. Well, now it's been, ooh, it's been a good little ride. Like we, we had discussed, uh, 17 years now, uh, been in, in the, the fire service, um, Started off as a volunteer firefighter back home in uh, San Diego, Texas. Um, good little, great little department. Had a guy that I I, uh, I really looked up to. Um, he had always just um, a good time, but knew his stuff. And I think I ran with that. Um, some people say that he was, uh, I was his protege. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, actually how I got in was it was pretty interesting. I, I would work uh, during high school in, in summertime at the little, local Dairy Queen. And uh, um, I got a I got a friend of mine that would work there and, you know, we would chit chat and he had a radio and, you know, it was this little small town, man. It was 5000 population, you know, who would, after work or on the weekends, just cruise around and he had a radio with him. And every now and then, you know, he would uh, he would have to run off to go to a call. So I just was kind of intrigued by that. See, so he kind of invited me over to a meeting one night. And, um, you know, of course, they have like their volunteer training night, training meeting night. So we were off. So I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll go with you and, uh, you know, see what what's about. And just I mean, I I, I really wasn't exposed to fire service, more uh, police side, had a couple of family members in the police department or, or sheriff's offices, stuff like that. So I was actually really wanted to be um a cop of all things, you know, yeah, 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 you know, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, you know, you see how it turned out. So I, I chose the right path. Right. Right. Um, 
Um, so, you know, something, anything, you know, so I was kind of in the public service, you know, we had a little club in high school, but either which way, um, went to that training meeting. I re I still remember quite fondly, um, good group of guys out there. We did a, a search, it was a search little training, a couple hours of search. And um, afterwards, the assistant chief at the time, uh, Thun just pulled me aside and he he told me, he's like, have you ever done anything firefighter related? And I was like, no, sir. Just, you know, this and that. He's He saw something in me that came natural. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, he he showed me uh, the, the ways and I just fell in love with it. So started at, and also to you, it was just, I'm very fond of you giving people opportunities. Um, at the time, I was only 17. Um, you know, they had their guidelines where you actually technically had to be 18 to be on the department. Right. Uh, but I was given an opportunity and and I think they saw something in me. So um, I was one year short, but they still gave me that opportunity to be a part of the department and um, just never look back. Um, firefighter was there. Um, went up the ranks, you know, rather quickly, um, was a captain, you know, in charge of training, stuff like that. Um, and I was actually one of the, um, was elected into by the city council. They, that's how they do that. Uh, but I was elected as their, one of their youngest fire chiefs there for a good, um, I think it was about four or five years. So one of the fire chiefs there and um, good friend of mine, uh, Solis, he was there. He was my assistant chief for really, turn around the department and, and, you know, I, 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 I take that now and carry it over to my experience and, and all with just leading people, um, you know, all that stuff. So it, well, we'll get into it in a little bit, but that's how I got my start. The volunteer, um, I worked with a, a, a neighboring department, actually like a ESD County for a little bit, moved up to San Antonio. Um, before I got on with San Antonio Fire, I was actually selling fire equipment for a, uh, a rather good size uh, a sales and service equipment company, um, selling bunker gear, all that stuff. So I had a little forte for, you know, all things uh, equipment. Okay. You know, and, and got to meet people, got to travel, got to know the ins and outs of not only just the fire service, but then really and truly where, um, where that came into was meeting people, meeting people on the road and, you know, just other brothers and sisters, some in fire, some not, but just, just learning it, all things fire. And then that's how I kind of carry over to now my, uh, my company. Um, so it's been a good little ride. Now I've been, um, I'm on uh, engine 18, uh, San Antonio fire department, a tail board there, uh, over four years now with them. Um, have a great crew, um, great officers. We have an amazing time. Uh, a lot of jokes, but when it's time to do work, we do work. Um, we're over here on the east side. We call it the little bit ghetto side, but that's a good side. <laughs> um, but yeah, just, yeah, I mean, San Antonio, man, they're a big, big department, big department in the area. Uh, there's a lot of little good departments around the area, a lot of good dudes. Um, you know, um, it's, it's just, it's been an amazing ride. I help out the, the fire explorer program, anything with kids like this weekend, we just had a uh, little summer camp. I was helping uh, with the auto X out there. Um, I help out, help out the recruitment division. Um, also part of the, uh, the FTA's mentorship program. So, you know, I kind of, I try to help out helping hand wherever I can and, and just give back to the service. And, uh, but yeah, it's kind of, Kind of how I got my start in, in, in long story. <laughs> no, man, like I said, that's great. I mean, you're definitely doing big things. Um, 
within your within your within your career uh because i was uh a lot of people recommended you and i was like okay i mean you know so that that just goes to show if a lot of people are like hey man you, you need to get this dude on here matt valdez i'm like all right and i looked him up and then i got somebody was like here i'll just i'll just i'll just uh kind of introduce you to him and whatnot so um your your you know your uh reputation you know it it, it speaks volumes i i appreciate it and, and like i said um very I'm not one you know, to really boast about myself or even in classes. Um, and all the guys know that uh, when it's my time to teach, it's my time to teach. But yeah, I'm I'm the owner of the, the company, but you'll see me along the side of uh, just facilitating to helping logistics, passing out lunch to picking up trash, man. Uh, whenever we go to someplace, somebody's field um, or training grounds, you know, I, we treat it like our home. So um, and a lot of times uh, some of the students that don't really know of me, you know, we, we're now we're we're getting across um, now we're going a couple of different states. We just got back from Mexico. Um, so it's 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 really, really, really cool, man, just to to see how how far it's taken us in the last couple of years. But um, but yeah, we're rocking and rolling. <laughs> um, with that being said, with because, you know, you yourself, you're not new to the fire service. How did MV Fire Rescue come about? Like, what what sparked that? How that come? How that? How I started the company? How that got started was uh, what through my sales and service gig. Um, we act, I actually started the company right at the end of 2019 to uh, to sell rescue tools with a caveat of doing auto X training. That's where I love auto X, and that's my thing. So, um, so we started that. I would say mid 2020 got fully operational. We actually helped out with our first class um, towards the end of 2020 and, uh, and kind of just went from there. Um, now, I mean, we know no longer sell Genesis rescue tools or we, uh, uh, we, we sell a couple of items, but really and truly now we just kind of transitioned over to just everything training and more of the basics. Um, you know, I say basics always win. That's really where our, our heart is at in training. Uh, we, we really push that and um, we have run with it. So I went from just um, a couple guys doing auto X classes to now we have forcible entry. We do engine ops. We do um, RIT. We have a search class. Uh, we just about to launch a ladders class. Um, so now it's just, so now I just went from, four guys doing auto X classes to almost 40 instructors across, you know, seven disciplines and a couple more things coming uh, in 2024. Some more, some more big things, always, always pushing forward, always uh, applying for the next big thing. So um, extremely blessed. Like I said, uh, the guys that are on the cadres, um, I mean, Kevin Fluger, Tom Hollick, uh, Daniel Cano, um, and just, just to name a few, everybody, everybody's extremely humble uh, motivated, uh, just, just about it. And, and, and they give it, I truly, truly give it. They're all every single class, whether it be, uh, a couple of students to, uh, 40 to 50 student classes. Uh, we just got back from Arlington, had an amazing time, it was extremely hot. I think it was 108 degrees out there, but, nice. uh, yeah, the, these guys, man, they just rock it. So, but it's pretty cool because, um, I mean, across the across all the disciplines, we have, like I said, we have forty instructors, uh, almost forty instructors. But not everybody does everything. You know, we all have our fortes. Like mm -hmm. I just do all makes forcible entry, but usually I'm around because I'm, you know, of course, as the owner, I'm there to help facilitate. Um, I don't know if you've seen our social media, the reels, and all that stuff. 
So I'm I kind of a jack of all trades, social media manager to picture taker to a facilitator to, you know, do a little bit of all. But I, I really and truly, I, I like to attend most of the classes to to uh, facilitate a stage of learning. Um, if there's anything I can do uh, for any of the students or the instructors, I, I'm, I'm usually at, at their begging call just to set up a good learning environment. And that's a, that's the biggest thing. Uh, the way we kind of do things differently with the, uh, you know, through the, through the company and across our disciplines is we've all kind of been in those classes where you don't necessarily get the reps, you know, you got a one class and it's a hundred students or a big class and you maybe get a couple of minutes of hands-on and then that's the, the only thing you do for the rest of the day uh, and, or, you know, the instructor to student ratio. Um, I, I'm happy to say most of our classes have a, uh, Five, between five and seven to one instructor, um, student to instructor ratio. So you have that downtime, you know, you can be a little bit more personable also too, having a great time. You know, we, yeah, it's, it's uh, a tough job and uh, we have to be serious at times, but, you know, learning and whatnot, we, we want to have a good time. Um, so, but with that, that, with that, the guys are able to ask, you know, Hey, hey, instructor, uh, you know, hey, Tom or hey, Daniel, hey, what about this or whatnot? And not only that, will they give you their time, but they're going to answer your questions and even show you. That's the biggest thing to, to show you, not just talk about it or just because I said so or, you know, this is what it says and this is the way you do it. No, like I'm going to show you. And then on top of that, you know, options, we always, always, always teach a whole bunch of different options because uh, the way you all do your thing over there, Danny, it's not the way we like to do it here in San Antonio, or maybe right. it doesn't work, or maybe you, it works to uh, a degree, but, you know, over here, we've got to do a little bit, you know, a little bit different, different demographics, different uh, areas, different building construction, you know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta kind of uh, put it to, to what you have in your, your first due. So there's that. Okay. Um, I got a question. Do you handpick your crew? for um for your company oh for for mv fire um yeah. yeah the way it comes about is uh we kind of keep an eye out on on guys in the area you know in the, okay. around the san antonio area okay. um we have guys from um so we have san antonio in in bear county but then there's all these little municipalities and and local departments around um i mean now we have a couple of guys from a couple hours away from uh, Corpus Christi that jumping on board. I mean, Denny, uh, James Denny helps us out when he can, you know, he's a little bit further, uh, across the state there. Uh, -huh. uh we got guys from Cibolo with shirts to, uh, Bear County to, uh, like I said, Corpus to Live Oak, um, Guadalupe County. So we got a, a couple of different guys from, all, from all over the place, but the good, the good dudes, you know, good guys know the other guys, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. So, but on top of that, you know, now with social media, you know, you you can find a following uh, and that that's what's neat. And I think that's what kind of how we gained a little bit of popularity and and kind of this culture shift and culture change, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, you know, you, you get to meet guys now, not just at the big conferences or whatnot. You know, you start seeing guys that are actually. Uh, attempting or trying to make a difference or they'll reach out and, you know, they see that we're doing good things and, you know, we, we build this bond or uh, friendship, but I, I mean, it really, and truly, I, I call it just uh, a family. We're, we're one big family, um, family of uh, instructors, good dudes. Um, so, 
but yeah, we, we kind of just keep an eye and then we, we have guys that reach out to us that want to be a part, you know, in, in my experience, and especially from the volunteer world is good people want to be a part of something good. Um, you know, even like on the volunteer side, uh, I mean, essentially they're doing this job, this pretty difficult job at times for free. And, and, and real quickly, I was able to muster up these leadership skills pretty much on my own before there was all these little conferences and whatnot is leading people that, I mean, they're not getting paid. They don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it takes a different type of, uh, of motivation to get these guys to perform and ask of them to do uh, life-saving interventions or, you know I mean? To, to risk what, you know, they got at home to go and answer the call, you know, on the, on the volunteer side. So I have a little, little bit different take on things, you know, but now getting into San Antonio, uh, you know, the bigger city department, you know, way, way bigger than where, where I grew up, you know, right. it's slightly different uh, 54 stations, you know, a whole bunch of apparatus, you know, first do you got, you know, 24 guys at a regular, uh, you know what I mean? It's, it's way, way different, but, um, but yeah. <clears throat> okay. So with you having a passion for auto extrication and forcible entry, you're currently on an engine. Will you at some point try to work your way to, I'm pretty sure San Antonio um, has heavy rescues, correct? Yeah, they have, um, they have a couple of uh, hazmat team or stations. They have a couple of uh, technical rescue uh, stations. Uh, um, and that now it seems like they're getting a whole bunch of different stuff from uh, specialty teams of, you know, I mean, during the height of COVID, they had this blue team. They got, they do a lot of stuff on the, the EMS side, you know. Um, yeah, so right now where, where I'm at, um, and I actually just recently tried out for the uh, the rescue team. Unfortunately, I didn't get the spot, but I kind of, maybe not so unfortunate, you know what I mean? Right. I think uh, like Christopher Snow, uh, my good buddy, Christopher Snow, um, he says, like, you you count your blessings and things happen for a reason. And we talk all the time, you right. know, maybe it was a blessing in disguise and which which I don't mind it. You know, I put in, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just I'll put in, put in. Right. Um, but my time off and, you know, I, I've been in the fire service every 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 day. I'm doing something fire service related. So uh, it, it's not not such a bad thing. Now, I think maybe uh, the man upstairs has has a different plan for me. Uh, maybe he, what I'm doing right now is what I was, you know, chosen for maybe in a, in a, in a bigger or broader uh, range of things with the company to uh, um, leading these, these wonderful instructors that I have in the cadre to uh, meeting people across the state, even um, other states internationally. You know, we've been blessed with that recently. So um, I, I take in this run with it, man. Okay. Okay. That's just a question I wanted to ask. I mean, because, you know, when somebody has a love for, you know, extrication, forcible entry, I just I just like to know, you know, at some point, are you trying to work your way, especially with a department as big as San Antonio, if you if you're trying to work your way where you're on a dedicated truck, that that's what they do. That's what they're called for. Yeah, yeah. No. And at this time, um, like I said, like I put in and I, I didn't get it, but right now i wouldn't i would never want to say that i'm complacent but i'm very very happy where i'm at right now okay. and um i think as the as i grow as a person as a firefighter and continue growing uh, you know um especially just being a forever student of, of the craft uh to the things with the company and um where that's taking us i i think i'm 
I'm where I'm supposed to be at at this time. You know, and that's the word I truly feel. So okay, no, no, that makes sense. Uh, no, there's no issues there. Uh, I just wanted to get your take on it. But um, what keeps you personally invested to continue to stay positive and loving this job? Because obviously you love it. There, nobody, you know, nobody wakes up and goes, you know, I'm going to start this. I'm going to start my own company where I go around. I have a bunch of like-minded brothers and sisters that I had that teach with me so we can try to spread the good word and, and make other people better. So obviously you have a, you have a, a strong passion for, but what, what keeps it going? The, in the very beginning, what, what, what really hit me was if when I whenever I found that you know initially you know you kind of it's kind of cool right and you had a good time doing it and you know get to do a cool shit um but after the fact it's like hey man I can get seriously injured you know back in my volunteer days so with that or um and even till now I think about like if this came across me for, for a reason and and I'm going to give it my all if and then when I was volunteering right we didn't have that many volunteers and and even right now, like volunteer departments across the country, you know, less and less volunteers. Is, and I, to a point where when I was in the thick of it, being in charge with the department one on, it's like, if, if I don't do it, then who's going to do it? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? um, even after I, I moved to San Antonio, I still, and I, still at this, this time and, and day, whenever I can, I'll, I'll go back and I'll help the department, you know what I mean? Um, help with trainings to um, just wherever, um, the other day we were back in town for um, a training in a neighboring city and they ended up getting a, a structure fire. And I know the guys, right. And I know what they are shorthanded. So we went and actually go helped out, you know, next thing you know, just helping pull some lines and knocking down fire and whatnot, you know, right. Right. I've always just kind of ran with that. And then also too, um, after I moved to away from there and still try my hardest to give back is because I would be doing, um, myself and my family a disservice because I still have family that lives out there. My, my dad, my grandmother, uh, my brothers, um, nieces and nephews. Uh, so that volunteer department is responding to their emergencies, you know, God forbid. So right. if I am not still giving back to them and helping that department out. Like I, I'm not responding to that fire. You know, I'm two and a half, three hours away. Uh, there's nothing I can do, but those guys can do something almost immediately. So um, just always, just for always giving, giving back. And that's kind of how it coming into, to the company, coming into San Antonio is just um, <clears throat> the flip of the switch whenever it were called to duty. Um, no matter who, like we work in an area that's predominantly black um, neighbor, neighborhood, um, you know, Mexican style, poor demographic, but uh, I love it, man. It, it reminds me of, of back home uh, mm -hmm. where people that they might not necessarily have a lot of the materialistic things, but when they call, we're there to help. And we're, we, regardless of the time with a smile, maybe pop a joke or two, uh, you know, there we're, we're there for them. And, and I've had nothing but but great stories and, and just uh, a loving nature from that neighborhood. So um, I've been fortunate with that. And then the crew that I work with, even when we're um, getting our butts handed to us, um, you know, we're having a good time. So. Right. Right. And, and, and that right there, you know, speaks volumes because if you're, if you're at a station or you're, you cover a district that's busy, if you and your crew 
get along well, mesh, mesh well together, you know, you'll take those beatings with a smile on your face because you're all going through it. And that's, that, that's the, that's what makes the fire service great. Yeah. And I think you build a special kind of bond with, uh, with your crew whenever you're going through the thick of it, uh, you know, and just getting your, and essentially your ass handed to you. And it's just, you know, Hey, we kind of, it's kind of like that meme we see, uh, it's like, Hey, look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> and just kind of smile and just like, you know, let's keep rolling, man. Um, but yeah, what what keeps me motivated and um aside from that is just giving back. You know, there's a the cliche saying you want to leave the fire service uh greater or better than what you got it. Mm-hmm. Um I never really thought of it um as that, but I mean that, that kind of sums sums it up, uh, regardless of what you're doing or what we're doing. I mean, it's like the podcast, you're, you're, you're trying to, to leave the service better than you've, you've received it. And I, I think that's what we're doing. Um, and, and some say that we're in the forefront of this Texas culture shift uh, that's taking place. I, I think you, you noted it in your, your last podcast, I think with, uh, with Danny or uh, with Snow, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy what's, what's going on right now. Uh, I would have never, even fathom what what's happening or even thought that we're going to be in a position that we are uh and that that's why i just say man we're we're extremely we're extremely blessed no no you're 100 percent correct and i you know i'll say this till till the day i die in texas is doing it right i mean there's so many different cadres so many different micro conferences that are popping up here there you know making it affordable for people that can't go to FDIC or, you know, it's literally in their backyard, a couple hours drive. So it's, it's fantastic. I, I love it. I love Texas is a big state. I've never been to Texas, but talking to different individuals in different areas, so humble, so nice. Where at the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, before we, we always wrap up privately, they're like, Hey man, if you ever, if you're ever in town or you ever nearby, here's my number, give me a call. You know, we'll show you around the station. I'll show you Texas. Beautiful. And that's, that's what the fire. Yeah, that's what needs to be shown more within the fire services is how like-minded individuals are just so welcoming. You know, like I don't know you from Adam, you don't know me from Adam, but the 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 extent, the olive branch that gets extended is it's just beautiful. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty amazing, um, and some great things are happening and shifting, um, like. Um, Cody Trestle says, you know, it's going to come a point where the naysayers or the or what we call here in SA, the trolls are going to get pushed out. You know what I mean? Do we this complacency or just going to work to collect the paycheck to, um, you know, just just being freaking complacent. Um, they're going to get they're going to get pushed out. And then also, too, um, as we've seen on the, the PD side. Uh, where they they're getting held accountable it's coming mm-hmm. oh yes it really, it really is coming it's going to come to a point where if you're not doing your job um you're going to pay for it or you're not doing your job correctly you're going to you're going to end up paying for it we've been very very fortunate and we we covered in one of our classes and in, in several of our classes and lectures like we've been fortunate as a fire service we have been very fortunate that uh, we're not sustaining the same i guess um 
what PD is going through, man. Um, and, and the reason I know of it is because really, truly, whenever you have family and friends that are on that side, it and in looking back where, man, shit, I wanted to be a police officer. I, I don't, I can't even fathom what goes on through um, the, the LEO's mind now when you go to work. Like, man, they have targets on their back. And yeah. people essentially, like, they, they, they love firefighters. You know, I can't say that about uh, our PD, their boys in blue, man, but it, you know, in the end, we're, we're there for one another, but um, the time is coming. So I think with all these uh, and then also too, you know, just social media, I think I think that has been a real big uh, key in in what's going on in the shift in the culture, not just here in Texas, but I, I think. All the whole country in general, I think these these little these little conferences or just these pockets, I, these little pockets of individuals or even just individual solo guys that, you know, maybe there's one station where they only have one station, one crew, but, you know, they're ever so slightly different or have a different mindset. They can go on social media, Facebook, join these groups and see like, you know what, this isn't the norm, you know what I mean? And then they confide and, um, you know, like-minded individuals and start talking. And then, you know, from there builds to, Hey man, we're gonna have a a micro conference nearby. Then they attend, and then and they're just their fires reignited. And then from there, they're going to other conferences. By time by the time you know it, they're you know making friends, best friends to you know meet each other's family. And I think that's what's what's going on. The shift from um, that man, I guess this is the norm, or just so writing it out now with the social media just just blowing up that just pockets of guys are coming together um they're uniting you know what i mean like in a mm -hmm. true brotherhood that we are and 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 just changing changing the culture that has needed to be changed um you know and of course there, you know there's there's certain things with you know traditions and all that stuff uh, you know that that's still relevant but this change of culture of complacency and you know I really don't like to say aggressive or non-aggressive either which way we have a tough job. We need to, um, we need to do our job. At the end of the day, it's like, it's not a, it's not a matter of being aggressive or putting a name on it. Our job has always been aggressive. It's just now it, it we're kind of seeing that differentiation. Um, but just doing your damn job, man, and doing it to the best of your abilities, whenever it's your time, um, uh, to do it. Absolutely. Really, really, um, you know, and then you can get down rabbit holes of of brothers that are, you know, oh, you know, you got to do this over this or this first or whatever. At the end of the damn day, at the end of the call you, or whatnot, the end of the end, end of your tour, you're there and you're there to do a job for for the citizens, you know. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what are your ultimate goals, whether it's short term or long term? Uh, short term, uh, just continue having an amazing time with my crew, um, um, build up my my courses and kind of hopefully see where the company takes me. Um, we got a couple of different classes that we're fixing in Vail for 2024, uh, even some professional development things coming up um, in 2024. Um, ride the wave. We're going to just ride the wave, continue pushing the good word. Uh, the brotherhood, the passion, the change of culture. Um, and we're, we're full steam ahead, man. We're, we're going to continue to give more than 100% for each individual class and 
for for the for the brothers, man, the brothers, uh, and ultimately the the citizens. So those are those are my goals right now. Um, in in the the distant future, who knows? <clears throat> firefighting is a young man's game. Uh, yes, sir. Preaching. <laughs> Uh, firefighters young man's game I, I i quickly learned that um i'm 35 now and like you know i'm not too old but shit i've been doing it for 17 years so not that i know everything i of course you're never going to know everything you're never going to do everything you're never going to see everything but you know, i've been doing it for for a little while and i've seen a couple of things <clears throat> um do a lot, a lot of the guys a lot of guys from different stations or in my my cadet school when I was coming in through the academy and stuff like, hey, you're going to do your 20 and leave or you're going to stay for 30. I said, I have no idea. But what I am going to do is uh, continue doing the, my stuff on the side because, one, I, I love it. And I'm surrounded by loving uh, individual family of instructors and continue meeting great guys like yourself, Danny, um, and, and even young guys that are just getting into the department. Uh, and, and showing them and, and having that conversation with them that, you know, this, the culture that's happening now is going to be the standard and we need to continue that. Um, but I, I foresee that eventually, um, or I hope to uh, retire, enjoy my retirement, continue teaching, continue um, doing good things for the, the fire service after I retire. And that's all that I can hope for. No, I mean, that's, that's all, that's all anyone can hold for, man. You know, to, to, to be able to ride your last shift, run your last couple calls and then yeah, retire at the end of the day and enjoy retirement. But back to what you stated, I mean, I, I can see your company is already doing big things because um, I'm pretty sure, and I know you hit on it a little bit, but you were able to take you and your cadre and go over to Mexico and teach um, I don't know what their technical word is, but you were able to teach the fire brigade over there different um, tactics. And you had the full support of, I believe it was Mercedes textiles, if I'm correct, the, the host yeah. company. Yes, um, I mean, that that's big because anytime, you know, firemen love, love, like when, when I travel, I love to, I always got to visit a fire station and just go talk to the guys just for a little bit, give them something, bring them some sort of, you know, something to eat. Like, Hey, I'm just a fireman. I'm not, I'm not a weirdo. I just want to talk to you guys. And it's great to see you and your cadre going over to a, a country that doesn't have what we have, man, but are so supportive. And like, I, 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 I always see whenever um an apparatus gets donated to Mexico or, um, a collection of turnout gear that's no longer usable here, man, gets, instead of getting thrown in the trash or burned, if, if it's salvageable and usable, you take it down there and the gratitude these men and women have when, when they get secondhand items while, you know, cer certain places here, man, you know, departments try to get you the best equipment and, you know, you still got guys and gals that still gripe about it. So um, I just had to mention that because I, I love seeing that because I'm pretty sure I saw you, uh, Daniel Kano was on there and a couple other guys through your through your social media page uh, w w when you went down there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an it was an amazing opportunity, probably one of the few highlights in my fire service career in, in total. And I think uh, Kevin and Daniel and, and Gally and um, Mercedes guys can attest to it and, and say that it was it was just simply amazing. Um, we didn't know what we were exactly getting ourselves into um, 
you know, it, it seemed like it was just a conversation and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens or what comes out of it um, to another conversation, to a couple of uh, Zoom meetings, to, um, yeah, when we get there. And one thing I can say is, regardless of the language barrier, the brotherhood is very strong. You know, I think it was brotherhood without borders. That was one of the sayings we we kind of came up to collectively together. Okay. We okay. Out there. Um, it was just really and truly what I saw in, in, in uh, those guys, Perfecto, Briones, a couple other dudes, it was like hanging out with my crew, but in a whole totally different country, the the ass grabbing to, you know, smoking and joking to, you know, what I mean, it was exactly the same, just in a different language. It was it was pretty amazing to see. Um, and then also to the gratitude um, they from the moment we landed, um, they took care of us. They didn't even they didn't let us move a muscle to uh, pay for anything. They they showed us around. They they rolled out the red carpet for us, but it was just uh, they they saw I think what we were there for or to do, and it was just a simply amazing time. So we, uh, Mercedes, Mercedes, man, they they've been um, we're we're a training partner, partner with them. Um, they they supply us with some hoses and stuff to highlight in our classes, but just an overall great. They have some great products, also to um, Elkhart Brass. <clears throat> we don't we don't sell them. We don't you know what I mean. But right, they right. have seen. Um, what we what we do and they align in the same mindset so i mean they've gave us several thousand dollars of nozzles to use at our classes um which we carried on over there and we <laughs> were loaded in uh i checked bags just of nozzles and stuff um to even um i think uh here recently uh vanguard is going to be hooking us up with some some uh some gloves as well um but it's just we 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 share that mindset, you know, yeah, they're a company for profit, whatnot, but, um, you know, the, the owners of those uh, special companies, they, they align with the mission. And I think they're taking note in the, the change of culture and, you know, they're backing these guys, they're backing these micro conferences or backing us. So it's been pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the trip to Mexico, very, very, very awesome time trip. Um, we only had, uh, I think we did, um, in all, it was a, a travel day. Then uh, we had a training day. And then we had one day where they showed us around, showed us the sites, took us down some playas. Um, they took us to a winery, to dinner, you know, showed us around. Uh, so we, we had we had that serious day. And then we had the, uh, you know, the chill day. So that was, that was always good. And then also, too, recently, uh, we we've made and we don't even consider it friends man we made family over there they've invited us like hey even if we're not going to train you guys are more than welcome to come back um stay with us we'll show you around actually uh have a couple more days to to have a good time to see the sides to to uh hang out with the family um which has even transpired more and more events <clears throat> um they're they're inviting us back for more um, there's a couple of guys. So we, we went to Tijuana, you know, a bigger city. Uh, okay. they, they have a pretty amazing uh, training group and they are kind of the leaders or purveyors of, of 
um, you know, that country. And they, I mean, that we had 40, 40 students participating in the hot and several, I think it was maybe another 30 or 40 people just watching, but there was guys from Venezuela to Chile to, uh, I think a couple of guys from, um, Portugal, Brazil. Um, so it was, it was actually a, a quite a big event for them and for us, but we didn't know how big it was right. and talking to guys and, and, and seeing all, all these different, uh, countries that were there, different, uh, different departments. It was, it was just an amazing time. Um, uh, so which led, um, now, so we'll actually be doing a couple of things, uh, for sure. But February, 2024, we're actually going to be going to Los Cabos. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Um, they're they're gonna put us up we're gonna be doing pretty much like a micro conference near los cabos i know we're doing some rent stuff we'll be doing some engine op stuff um some truck stuff you know shout out to shane bentley bears of the oath raymond dorval uh the way of the nozzle he's gonna be out there uh tom hollick kevin i cano so a lot of us are gonna go out there collectively and uh, we we hope to uh, just have another amazing event out there and, and and share the good word. No man, that's that's like I said, that's beautiful, man. And um, you know, sh- shout out to Mercedes Textiles and Elkhart Brass because you know those companies they don't have to do that, but when they do, it just goes to show you that their mindset aligns with yours and whoever else or whatever other cadre is out there that's trying to, to do good for the, for the American fire service. But even though where you're teaching is not the American fire service, it's still the fire service. And we know we all have the same mission of protecting lives and saving property. So, man, that's awesome. Shout out. Um, 2020, 2024 sounds like it's going to be awesome for you. Um, and the, the names you mentioned, Shane, uh, Raymond Dorval, man, those guys are all heavy hitters, including you. Heavy hitters in my eyes. You guys are just, I'm just a little, a little fish in, in a big pond. But man, you guys, like, I, I look up to all the stuff that you guys do, man. So, so that's that's just that's wonderful. Yeah, and and I appreciate that. I don't, you know, I, I don't consider consider. I don't think any of our guys consider ourselves like these these big names or whatnot. I, I think we're just we're all all set out there to do the same and um you know the same mission is just continue doing good things for the fire service um and just running with it so awesome awesome man um in your opinion what key elements or factors are needed to make a good firefighter regardless of rank like what does what does an individual need to have to to be the best that they can at this job i i think i personally think just being humble, knowing what you know, knowing what you don't know, um, being open to making those mistakes. Uh, you can't be right 100% of the time, and it's okay. Um, don't be afraid to look stupid. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That That's that's one thing that, that we've seen across our travels is that there's there's a lot of people that, hey, and uh, – uh, Fleur does a good job on like, hey, this is the time that you're going to make mistakes. This is the time. Ask those questions. This is the time if you've been pondering on some technique or whatever. Hey, it, even we we actually what's quite interesting and in, in especially 
across all the thing, all the disciplines, but even the auto side or whatnot, sometimes you're in class with students that, you know, I mean, they, they, they might know certain things more than you do, you know, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. the auto industry. Uh, one time we had, uh, we were doing an auto X class. Um, there was a guy actual, you know, either from a diesel mechanic to, he works on 18 wheelers. So he knew more of the intricate ins and outs and technical aspects of, you know, a 18 wheeler chassis or whatnot. Like, you know, so little times like those were, Hey, I'm the instructor, but Hey man, come up. You're a student, but you know more. Hey, teach us. Show show me. And being open to that, being, oh no, this is the way we're gonna do it. No, 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 hell no, man. Like you just gotta be open with it. And then also to just have a good time. But my my biggest thing is like, <clears throat> and I've seen it from from my travels to my volunteer department to another department to now San Antonio. It I I I think is just you just got to remain humble, really, really and truly humble, work hard, um, and, and stay, stay true, stay true to the mission. Oh, I mean, yeah, well said <laughs> preaching as I call it preaching, man, humility goes a long way in this, in yeah. this, in this game, you know, it's, it's awesome. If, if an individual can admit, Hey, I'm not good at this. I'm just trying to get better. Can you show me? And you hit it on the nail. And I tell us to everybody I meet, it's okay to fail. You want to fail on the training grounds or while training that way, when it comes to when you're out in the streets in the real world, you don't. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got to. Uh, in your opinion, what do you think the American fire service can improve on? Yeah, that, that's definitely a good question. I was thinking about this last night in between runs and actually on a run. Um, I take it with, and I kind of look at it, you know, in the, from now in, in the eyes of a probie to where I've come, um, I, I tell the probie, there's things that are going to be out of your control sometimes, um, there's going to be good officers. There's going to be a bad officers. There's going to mm-hmm. be uh good dudes. There's going to be bad dudes. There's going to be guys that um are just there to collect the paycheck. And then there's going to be guys that are into the job. Um, You got to differentiate what's right from wrong. Uh, what's good and bad, but it's what I've seen. And this is just my personal opinion. What I've seen, it's our own dudes, you know, the week everybody calls themselves, oh, we're part of this big brotherhood. But um, within the family, there's certain family members that, you know, this irk you wrong or they don't agree with you or what you're saying. Um, and we have there's brothers out there that we're all part of the brotherhood, but there's brothers out there, you know, that they just give backlash. They they talk behind people's backs to share this negativity, um, you know, and so on and so forth. And I, I think as not only American fire service, but just fire service in general, there's going to be the naysayers, there's going to be the haters or whatever you want to call it, but it's in our own circle of, of brothers and sisters that that is happening. And that, that shit needs to go away, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's, what's pretty cool about this change of culture where the good guys, you know, um, that are into the job and, and want to do the best of, to their abilities, every single shift call, call out there, are they're slowly pushing against the grain and pushing these guys out. 
but it's those guys that, you know, the, I would, whatever percentage you want to put on it, but the naysayers and haters or whatnot. And if, if there was one thing that we can change is just stop that shit. You know, it's our own dudes that, you know, I, I, I heard um, on a podcast on the way, way home, um, you know, firefighters are the number one, number one complainers of anything. You know, we all been around it, you know, no matter what you do, what you say, what truck or what gear, there's always going to be that one guy, oh, the complainer, you complain about this, complain about that, complain, whatever, you know, like that, I, I, it just really irks me. And the, just the negativity, um, as I, as I grown as a person, as a firefighter, um, you know, I, I've been through some adversity, uh, you know, some of my own, on a, some, some, some of my own accord. Mm-hmm. It's just, um, I, I now, you know, as a 35 year old male, um, I will disassociate myself with negativity. I'm not going to put myself around it. I, or you, or the next guy has a choice to move away from that negativity. And I think that's what we need to do and push it away. And I think that's what's really going on with the, in a broader uh, perspective with that change of culture is guys are no longer putting up, or this is the way we've always done it. Or, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that, that, that to me is one of the biggest things that I, I feel is that sometimes guys forget that this is a brotherhood and the best job in the world. And we need to really focus and go back to that. Uh, I mean, heaven, who knows, who knows where, uh, my life would be or where I would be at if I wasn't in the fire service. I know maybe it would be something great, maybe not, you know, uh, uh-huh. either which way. I count my blessings. The man upstairs has given me this path to go down and I'm very fortunate. No, I'm you hit several nails on the head there. And I, I don't know what it is why we do the things we do. I mean it, it is okay to gripe. It is okay to disagree because you're not always gonna disagree with whatever SOP or SOG your department comes down with or the equipment that they buy, you know, the trucks that they get, that, that's, that's, it's all good and dandy. I mean, we all are entitled to our opinions when all you do though, is gripe and gripe and gripe over the same thing where instead of griping about it, you can just turn that negative into a positive and go out and get better at something. You know, I, I always say it's all about the basics, pulling hose, throwing ladders, search, knowing your air pack, writ man it it just takes it it doesn't take a long time to just come up with an idea of a training to go out there and doing it and getting better with your crew like i mean i'm not so naive to say that we're we're not going to have issues cuz i gripe me personally i do gripe about certain things because the, and the only reason why i do it is because i'm passionate and i want the department to succeed but I call them, you do have cancers within your organization where all, yes, they're just there for a paycheck. All they want to do is just complain and moan, but they don't want to do anything about it. Like if, if there's something and you know, there's, we can only control what we can control, but if it's a small minute thing, such as, um, I don't know, give an example. Um, uh, okay. A hose load that you don't like that's on your truck, come up with an idea bring it to the table, let however 
the decision-making process within your organization goes. If all three captains are on board and they like it, then, you know, make that change. We need to understand that chiefs have rules that they have to follow. They have bosses too, yeah. you know, and we definitely forget that. I know I have. You, we definitely forget that the chiefs are there to make sure that we have what we need, but they also have an individual that they have to, that they have to uh, re- re- report to. So, you know, to me, I, it always goes back to learn to control what you can control within the four walls of your fire station, because that's yeah. your fire station. That is where you reside. That is where your life, a quarter of your life, or I think it's a third, third or a quarter, one of those, uh, of your life is spent. So just try to make the best of it. You know, I, I always, whenever I see a firefighter that houses or hounds another firefighter and that's all they do, instead of like joking about them or making them feel bad or belittling them in some way, if you got the time to do that, you got the time to take them out in the bay and show them something, you know? Yeah. Um, we're, we're always grappling about this new generation, but as the current generation, what is that individual? What are you doing to make the next group of people better? Yeah, that's just how I look at it. Yeah, and I, I'm and I'm glad that you brought that up. That was one of the things that um, about the generational differences, and and it kind of goes with instructing. And just recently, man, it just um, how they say, oh, they don't know anything, this and that. It's just a time, different time, different. Everybody yeah. learns everybody has a different past everybody has a different life um you know what i mean and that that's what's cool about the job in general i mean you have different walks of life that come into a firehouse you know we have one guy in our crew that he used to do ac work i mean he's like we if if anything and electrical stuff or whatever i mean that he he knows ins and outs and that you know that you get different this different uh, fortes from different life experiences and different pathways um, that that can provide can provide um, you know a great tool for for the crew, but you know on the instruction side, <clears throat> you know I, I I take pride in in just being completely open and honest with the the probies, um, you know you know all the traditions or or, or whatnot. Like yeah, man, we're always going to have fun. You know, I mean, good fun. But when does it become too too much? Or, right. Or, all fun and actually no work or, or just giving them a hard time. Um, I'm not one to, to, uh, you know, give a probie a hard time or whatnot, you know, we'll, we'll smoke and joke a little bit, but then it's like, all right, now let's, you know, let's do this. But if, if not primary, but, you know, second to us, we're going to put in some good work and then we'll, we'll, we'll joke around, mm-hmm. but also to just recently like, um, you know, so, Usually, because I'm at a double company, uh, so usually we have a couple of guys rotate here and there throughout the shifts when uh, guys graduate from the uh, the academy uh, or probies on 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 the department, and they come through. and And one one of the things that we're tasked with is, you know, they have a little probationary book that they gotta you know follow through with, and you know get checked off, and you know, um, which good and bad with that that probationary book but either which way it's a good thing because it gives you at least the very minimal minimal standards of where you got to be so you got something to go by right. guys come in and you know they've been at other stations and you, you know and you know it, <laughs> it's it's uh, the little the rumor mill starts are like oh man that probie sucks or whatever mm-hmm. uh, but 
coming from the outside in and where I've been, you know, get the time to know this guy, what's his background, what, how, you know, any pet peeves to um, just simply asking them, you know, like, Hey, how, like, how do you learn, dude? Like how, you know, and sometimes they will give you the answer. You know, hey, I'm a hands-on learner or, Hey, um, you know, I got to do something repetitively and then I'll eventually get it. You know, just having that open, honest conversation. Yeah. There are probably, but at the end of the day, there's still, there's still a fellow firefighter that eventually they're going to be off probation working alongside you. If you, um, you know, you still have a, a duty to um, continue sharing what you know with them or the next guy or even your crewmate. Um, so just taking the time to learn. Um, I've been fortunate, you know, across the travels in different learning environments. So I can kind of nitpick or see or kind of kind of read you know, read, you know, any good instructor will always read, read the class, read the student. Right. Um, so I, I've been fortunate where I kind of picked up little things where I can see and dictate like, hey, he's a little bit different. Um, you know, it may, it may take uh, a couple of times or say it a different way, you know, um, just, just doing things a little bit different. So that way they can understand, but also to having patience, some guys like, you know, they want to run guys to the ground and, and, you know, they're not getting anything out of it. Um, we, 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 and me as, and as an instructor, but across the country is like, we always kind of do a crawl, walk, run, mm -hmm. great success with that, you know, not just, all right, zero to a hundred and, you know, go do this. Like, Hey, make sure we're like, we're on the same sheet of music initially, and then grow from there, you know, together, uh, has been, been very, very fortunate, but, but yeah, man, um, this, this kind of circling back to, you know, how to improve the fire service that, um, also to, um, I, I essentially, I don't like to call, um, the chiefs or whatnot or admin, you know, leadership, there's good and bad with that. You know, yeah. I think across, you know, different speakers, different, um, different conferences to different guys and different departments, you got to see good and bad leaders to, or in other words, maybe managers, you know what I mean? That That's one thing that needs to change. I, I don't know what happened with that, uh, you know, where these guys so-called leaders are, are managing, um, you know, you're they're there to provide the equipment we need uh, and then let the guys do the job. You know, it's just little things, little things that, that need to change. But the the biggest one, if, if I had to choose, was what, what we had talked about is, the naysayers and the guys like come on man like we we need a we need to actually be uh back to being a family and i know and i understand when i say that griping and all that stuff you know there's legitimate gripes you know yeah you know why like why are we doing this i i don't like i don't i always like to ask why and i urge students in in probies and the next guy to ask why why do we do this so i can have a full understanding of why we are doing this not just hey this is what we've always done and you know wherever you know xyz department you know like hey we do this here because um you know we do this this holds load because in, in our air first due area we have a setback of x amount of feet to this is what we usually encounter uh you know what i mean it, it it just you know okay now now you have the bigger picture and that that's where we need to get back to oh absolutely absolutely correct there's no there's no rebuttal there man if we can all just take the time 
especially nowadays, you know, it's like the world, we're all at each other's throats, uh, whether it's political affiliation, your religion, the color of your skin, like, it's just like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> like, it's, I'm telling you, man, I, I, I got a four-year-old and me and my wife, we talk about it all the time, like, did we do the right thing by bringing a kid into this world? Because it's so different than when I was growing up and I'm 38. So, yeah. um, yeah, we just need to stop tearing each other down. If we all just have the same mission, the same goal of just wanting to be better at this job, it can go a long way. Um, and I think that's the bad too. You know, I, I brought up some of the good with the brotherhood and connecting with firefighters, but I think um, not just in the fire service in general, but I think you probably have seen it uh, too, the social media. Everybody is protected by this wall where they yeah. feel like they can say whatever and do whatever with no recourse. Um, you know, dude, it, it it's it's kind of comedic to the sense that um, so we, I mean, even just the business page, we have Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And out of all places, you know, we post videos on TikTok. And I mean, it's just quite comedic that some of the stuff that people say to I don't even know this guy. They don't even know me, but, uh, you know, they just have little comments and, you know, little things to say like, oh my God. And, and, and digging deeper into that, it's our, it's not no Joe Blow, John Q citizen. It's our own dudes. It's some firefighter from XYZ department or whatever mm -hmm. feel like he's entitled to say mm -hmm. something and mm -hmm. either right or wrong. I, and I mean, and I, and I take time to read it because maybe, you know, I always take every opportunity as a learning opportunity. So maybe like, let me understand what he's saying. You know, I won't go down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole and, you know, oh, no, you're wrong. Whatever. Are you there? I'm not going to argue with anybody, but I am going to read into your comment and see what, what exactly you're talking about. Is he actually right? Do my homework. Um, but it's just amazing how, um, we get so much shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. You, you, you're right. And, and I, I, I'm going to end it. I, I want to end it with, with, but with saying this, cause you brought it up. Um, yes. A lot of firefighters, first responders, police sometimes feel the need that they can go on social media and they can post something, especially, and here's, here's what I want people to understand in this day and age. Now, everybody is sensitive and I'm not saying that's a good or bad thing, but you need to keep you need to keep that in the back of your mind. It's everything is so touchy right now. So if you wanna, if you're having a bad day and you want to rant or you want to put something on a on on your social media page that you might think might be questionable, how about you don't do it? Because I love whenever people do it, and then uh, a consequence from that action happens. And then you get other individuals that are in that field that feel like, oh, well, that's just wrong. Why, why doesn't this department have X, Y, and Z's back? Because we are held to a higher standard. And then I love whenever people go, well, freedom of speech. You are 100% correct. America is, that's what we fought for. Land of the free, home of the brave. To an extent, because you represent your employer. It is something that it's it's written within those little fine little lines when you sign, you know, whatever contract you sign or you 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 take the oath of yes, I want to be a model firefighter citizen for whatever city, whatever township fire department that you work for. I call it social media career assisted suicide. Stop posting dumb shit 
that's controversial. If you have to think about before you hit post, hmm, should I do this? It's probably not a good idea. Just keep your thoughts to yourself. If you have to talk to somebody, talk to somebody verbally. Don't put it online. Stop doing that. And then we get mad or we feel like our brothers and sisters don't have our back when no, you put that dumb shit online. Stop doing it. Like be an adult. And that's what, (laughs) that's what I feel like people just don't do. We're not adults anymore. Be an adult. If you're going to make this issues, if you feel like this is a, 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 something you're, you're, you're ready to die for, then, Hey, by all means, whatever you do, you could do it, but don't be surprised when the, the outcome of it is your job is lost and you're no longer employed at that, at that place. You can't be mad at them for that. It's on you. Yeah. And then also too, you know, there is some good, um, there is some really good to it in the little videos or whatnot and, and being open to, you know, constructive criticism goes a long way too. You know what I mean? Like we, we learn circling back. We learn from, you know, now with the power of social media too, um, little videos and little train snippets that come out and, you know, like, Hey, we had this happen in our department. Has anybody seen this? And, you know, I, I think that, you know, there is some good, but damn. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like that, that other negative side, like, God bless, man. I said, yeah. we're supposed to be this big, happy family and brotherhood and, and everybody wants to be talking smack and this and that. And I was like, man, and that, that, that's the, and that's why I say like the, if we really want to improve, I, I think that's how we just need to start having each other back and uh, one, not be so sensitive and being open to criticism because there's been that happened too where they're in the wrong and, you know, they get stuff told and it becomes this big old fiasco. And then mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. That's a whole other rabbit hole we can yeah. go down, man. Oh but, my gosh. No, but seriously, uh, I think Matt. I got you wound up with that too, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things, man. You know, people like, I, I, you know, not to bring it up again, but I saw one yesterday. I saw a post, a video was made um, on, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to not say it, it's a well-known, if you, if you love the fire service, it's a well-known social media post. And in order to see these videos, he, he, this individual does little snippets. And if you want to see more, you gotta, you gotta subscribe. I'll leave it at that. But it was a it showed a firefighter was doing a tactic and then man you read through the comments and it's just keyboard worries fire fire blah, blah, blah. oh that's just dumb why are you doing this how about you just take the time look at the video and then just think about it like just just w- would you have done it that way no well then just keep the thoughts to yourself but just he the individual is showing it to you and maybe you could take it and run with it or if it's not for you just go you know hey that just wasn't for me but everybody's got to chime in monday uh uh, Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, Monday morning quarterback in it. So, anyways, man, rants over. I just want people to understand, you know. And they they always go back to man. I I can say what I want. You can say what you want to an extent. That that's just it's just you just have to think about it that way. Yeah, you, you can say just yeah, just be mindful of what you post. Um, but anyways, Matt, I just want to say thank you, sir. It's been a great talk. You dropped a lot of nuggets out there. Um, I hope anyone listening can 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 take some of the information that you stated, you know, take it back to your department. Just try to make yourself better, your organization better. And remember, you can't things won't change overnight. You can't change everybody's perspective, but you can just go ahead and do your own thing and be be good at at being a firefighter. So I appreciate it. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, thank you for your time. 
uh thank you for the opportunity um like i said uh i think uh we're both blessed individuals uh been chosen for a certain path uh, so so thank you if i may uh just want to thank the, the the rest of the guys in the cadre oh yeah um, yeah i was i was i was man that, it popped in my head so yeah go, i call it the shameless plug man go, okay. go away that way you can if anybody wants to contact you go ahead and do it yeah man i just um always give thanks to the to the guys to my family um you know the man upstairs the uh, kevin fluger tom daniel uh jury uh, Hayden. I mean, the, the, I got 40 guys, man, but if they, whenever they listen to this, uh, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. You guys are amazing. Um, uh, very, very fortunate to have you guys. Um, uh, just, uh, I know Christopher Snow gave me a shout out. That's my, that's my brother, man. Uh, we met several years back, even before he was the rogue tailboard. Um, always been a supporter of mine. I've always been a supporter of his, uh, great dude. Um, even uh, James Denny, I know he gave me a shout out when he was on. Mm -hmm. uh, just another another great dude and, and many, many more. Um, shout out to my, my girlfriend, Gally. Very, very supportive being there for me. Um, you know, she she's a firefighter as well. So she's been, you know, shift trades, whatnot, to, to being there along my side to help out, um, you know, wherever I need it during classes and everything else. Um, and like I said, we just got a little dog named Milo. He's been... Uh, I mean, we she blessed to have him six six month old, uh, <laughs> very very cool dude. Very, I had him at the little summer camp, chill as can be, great. Uh, I mean, just 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 blessed, man. Um, yeah, thank thank you, Danny. I really appreciate it, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. It's it's been great. Um, and <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I'm I'm I look forward to seeing what 2024 has for you and your company and, and yourself. And your cadre members, man. So from me to you, continue doing what you're doing, man. And I, I know you, the the people you have surrounding you, they don't worry about the mutts or the naysayers, man. You just yeah. keep pushing hard and trying to change the fire service every uh, by one individual at a time, man. So thank you. Thank you again. Thank you, man. And uh, if anybody needs to reach me, uh, MV Fire Rescue Texas, um, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, shoot me a message. Um, my personal cell phone, 361-389-9338. Um, don't send me any TikToks or memes. I get enough of those from the shift guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but if, if you need something, shoot me a text. You, you know how that goes. You got a million different chats and everybody's sending the same meme. And uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now uh, if you guys need anything, I was here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Stay true to that, Danny. If you're ever in the area, brother, want to come hang out? Maybe we'll get it. Can get you out to one of the classes, get some reps in. Uh, that that offer stands, brother. So awesome, thank you. awesome, man. No, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. If any of the listeners out there are or know of a great firefighter who embodies the principles of being a great communicator, goal-oriented, hardworking, humble, passionate, and professional, regardless of rank career or volunteer, contact me at studentofthegamefirepodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, stay focused, stay committed, and stay safe.